0: Hi everyone, welcome to Inside the Product Marketing Mind, where we dive into the world of product marketing in fast growth SaaS startups, brought to you by Earlynode.com. I'm Christina, and today I'm joined by Yelin, who's a seasoned product marketing leader who coaches high achieving individuals to start and grow their careers in product marketing. She also specializes in advising startups on how to build product marketing teams and deliver impact. In today's episode, we'll cover how to become a PMM and landing your first role, developing your skill set, and what to do if you are the first PMM hire for a startup. And we'll also cover advice for founders who are looking to hire their first product marketer. So welcome, Yulin. Thanks for being here today. Hi, Christina. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited for our chat today. So happy to have you. So let's jump right in. Tell me about your background experience and how you got into product marketing. Yeah, thank you
1: so much for asking that. So I actually started out my career in something completely different. Um, After graduating from college, which um, where I majored in civil engineering, I joined a company in consulting, which specialized in civil engineering consulting. So um, the the audiences and customers that were the targets for the company really included public sector agencies. And uh, I worked there for six years serving in a variety of different roles and managing different kinds of projects and just realized that it wasn't the passion, you know, my food time, (laughs) my passion in life. So I decided to go back to business school. So did my MBA at UC Berkeley and took a class in marketing while in the MBA program. And I just realized, wow, this is exactly what I wanna do because for a while I've really wanted to combine my creativity with that technical side into a career that was more fulfilling and I realized marketing was the right thing for me at that moment. But as you can imagine, right, I had no experience in marketing whatsoever and had no experience in tech. So it was a very difficult journey to break into the field, even with my background and the MBA. And I received countless rejections from all kinds of companies, big and small. And it was, it was only until I realized that, um, I need to focus on things that I'm actually really good at, right? And the things that I offer that our people don't, that's going to allow me to break into the role that I really want to go into. Um, so it kind of forced me to create a different strategy altogether throughout the playbook that probably worked for other people. And that allowed then me to then break into tech marketing. So I started my tech marketing sort of career at Autodesk, which is really focused on design construction industry. It's a design construction industry software. And then from there, I realized I like working for startups and started applying and got several offers at startups. So I then worked at a series sort of late stage startups in Silicon Valley. And then from there, moved into two earlier stage startups as the founding product marketer, and since then, I have worked at three different startups in the product marketing space and also have built several different teams. And throughout the process, I have realized what I enjoyed the most and what made me the most successful in my job was my ability to coach and mentor others and also just the people skills and relationship skills to build a high-performing team. And that's kind of the reason why I decided to become a full-time career coach as well as a fractional sort of advisor for startups to do the same. Um, and
0: yeah, that's kind of my story in the <laughs> in a nutshell. I I love that through product marketing, you were able to find, you know, your true passion, which is helping others with their careers and and learning how to grow and develop as professionals. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so tell me a little bit about your product marketing experience. I know you've worked in a few startups. You've been a first product marketing hire. So I'd love to hear about how that went um, and what you've been able to learn from that. Yeah.
1: So one of the biggest challenges as a product first time product marketing hire is that there is no established, you know, understanding of what product marketing is. Right. Um, And that's the biggest challenge. um, Other people, when I've spoken to people who come to me, they tell me the same thing is I'm in this role, but nobody seems to understand what I'm actually doing. And In fact, a lot of founders who hire these first-time product marketing hires, uh, product marketers, they don't really fully understand what that role entails. So one of the biggest things I have learned that works really well is to go in and do a roadshow. First of all, listen to what different problems each stakeholder have, right? Talk to sales, talk to product, and talk to customer success and other marketers. Understand where the gaps are. And ask them, you know, if there's something, if there's one thing that would make your life a lot better, like what what is that, right? And then just start there and help them with that thing. And that will allow you to establish your value quickly. So my advice is to not be obsessed with figuring out what is that perfect structure of product marketing when you're a first-time product marketer. So you need to be very flexible in the beginning because that will allow you to establish value very quickly, um, so as an example, uh, you know, in the Series A company that I joined, where I was the first time product marketing hire, um, when I went in the company, they were asking me to do a lot of collateral building, which is not surprising, right? They were like, Oh, we have a large growing sales team. We need you to create these ebooks, these pieces of content, <laughs> all these different things for the sales team. I was like, that's great. You know, so the first thing I worked on was like a really large ebook, which took a lot of time. Um, but that helped me get some sort of rapport with the sales team. But then immediately, as I was looking through what they were doing, I realized there was no go-to-market product launch process. Literally, the engineering team uh, was working with the product managers, and they were just sending re- om- like release notes to customers, right? So there was nothing behind a product launch. And so I created a plan, and I suggested to my manager at the time... Um, is there, what if I created a better process for this, right? And we don't even have to start with a, a feature that's new or really big. Let's start with a smaller feature. You know, last quarter, I know we tried to release something, but you know, um, there wasn't as much adoption. Why don't we try with my process? So I worked with my product manager counterpart and we did this pilot program. We did a completely different new way of doing things we did a whole launch process. We enabled sales in the process. We talked to everybody and we made this a company-wide event. I was super well received. And that then became the playbook, right? So so it's sort of like, um, that's sort of one thing I would offer as advice for anybody starting out and what has worked well for me at every single job I've had.
0: Awesome. Yeah. I do feel like when you're the only one out of your function in a, in a company, you almost have to prove your way into the role and you know show show what you can really do show the worth that you that you have and the value that can you can bring as a PMM to a company especially if you know they've never worked with that type of role before um so I'm I'm glad to hear that you were able to implement that through your through the playbook that you were able to create um I'm curious to know if you know you are a person who pivoted into product marketing and you you know, you realize this is something that you wanted to do later on after you had gone through school. Um, Do you have any advice for people who are curious about the field of product marketing? Maybe they haven't studied it in school, but are looking to pivot from a different type of career. Um, What would you advise them to do? Great question. So I think the first
1: um, thing to do, right? If you're trying to do anything, it's just to understand fully to the extent possible what that thing you're trying to get into actually looks like. I talked to a lot of people who want to break into marketing on a weekly basis. And when I ask them why you want to break in, right? It, it's actually very unclear with them, right? Maybe the, there's better pay. They think it's like a very prestigious position, right? But that's surface level, right? Um, what is it actually... You, the reason why you want to break in and what does the role actually look like? And the only way to find that out is to talk to people, right, who are already there. So the first thing I recommend people do is to actually try to prototype their experiences, that future experience. Um, For instance, going on LinkedIn, find people who are generally pretty active on LinkedIn uh, and look at their background. Do they have a background that's similar to you? And then they made a pivot into product marketing, right? Then send them a really thoughtful, value-based messaging and asking for a 15-minute coffee chat, asking them about their day, what they like, what they don't like, and how did they break into product marketing. And that's going to give you a ton of insight on how to do it, right? And maybe throughout the process, you realize this is not even the right role for you, um, right? Because there's so many challenges with each role we just don't see until we talk to somebody, uh, and maybe you realize, wow, this is amazing. I do love this role, and then you've already learned a few ways you can break in because you just talk to people who did the exact same thing, right? So that would be my first piece of advice. And let's say you do establish, gosh, this is amazing. I do want to break in after talking to these people, right? Then the second thing is figuring out what are the things um, that you can that you already had from your previous job that can be translated into product marketing. So understanding that product marketing primarily consists of two types of skill sets. The first ones are the core functions, you know, core competencies of the role, which include, you know, positioning and messaging, storytelling, right, research, uh, product launches, go to market, as well as enablement, so sales enablement, customer success team enablement and everything. And then the second bucket of skills are soft skills, right? As product marketers, we know a lot of the time it's just about influencing others without authority. Yeah. It's really about building rapport, listening to others, right? And and communicating, whether it's verbal communications or or written communications. So, a lot of those skills are fully transferable from other <laughs> industries, right? The key here is about reframing them in ways that a product marketing hiring manager can truly understand. And that's usually one area where I provide the most help to my clients because it's kind of, it's really hard to do, right? When you're not in the field, but to the extent that you can, that would be the second thing to do is reframing that. And then after that is about then utilizing the contacts you have been making to get referrals into the role. Just to give you some examples, just, you know, um, in terms of the application process, there are so many people applying for each role, right? So, Hundreds of people send job applications to each role. And if you're a career switcher, it's almost impossible you get noticed yeah. just by sending your resume. So you have to bypass the online application system and reach out to the hiring managers on LinkedIn with really value-focused messaging, once again, similar to how you did when you did the original rounds of you yeah. know informational interviews, right? And use the same approach. I will tell you, the first job I ever got in marketing was from a referral. <laughs> And I have subsequently gotten offers just by reaching out to people on LinkedIn, right? And several other jobs that are all through referrals. So, this is definitely the way to go. Yeah. And then the rest of the process, once you get the referral, that's really about storytelling and then tying your past experiences to what you can do on the job, practicing that, and then ensure that you're giving really relevant examples. Um, and I think this applies to every single person. Uh, whether you're an experienced PMM or somebody trying to break in, is just making sure your examples are fully relevant um, and tied to the roles and functions of product marketer. um, that, That will allow you to be more memorable, to stand out and succeed in the interview process.
0: If you need to hire the right developers and ship fast, then React Squad is for you. A boutique agency that specializes in React and only works with fast growth startups. Get a 14-day risk-free trial and a transparent price of $95 per hour. Visit ReactSquad.io to learn more. Totally, I completely agree. I I always like to think that anyone can be a product marketer um, because we have we have to have so many different skill sets. That if you you know if you're really good at communicating, if you're really good at presenting, if you're really good at customer research, if you're good at understanding and communicating data, then. I believe that you can become a product marketer with just a little bit of, you know, extra learning. So if you can, you know, change some of those um, you know, things that you've done in the past, just tw- like kind of tweak them a little bit into product marketing skills, you can essentially resell your skill set into what is expected of a product marketer. For sure. And every single product marketing role that I've seen is so different. So there's always going to be a learning curve. You don't, you're not expected to come in knowing everything you're always going to have to adjust and kind of mold into the the product that you're trying to sell and, and promote. So I feel like anyone can really break into this with a little bit of thoughtfulness around the way that you position your skill set.
1: I fully agree. And I think there's one more thing I would add is um, choosing the right companies, right? To your point, a lot of the PMM roles are different and not all roles are created equal. There will be some roles that are much better suited for you than other roles. So it's really important to target the right opportunities. Uh, One of the biggest mistakes people make is just applying everywhere. It's like they think the more I apply, the more I will, you know, the more opportunities I'll get, right? But as we know as marketers, that's actually not true, right? The more targeted you are, the more results you'll get. If you try to market yourself to everybody, you're marketing yourself to nobody, Right, And that's the same thing for a job search. So really narrow in on companies where you have passion, where you have some competitive advantage, that's going to land help you land you your first job. And you know personally, the reason why I was able to get into Autodesk is because the software that I was selling for Autodesk was actually one I've used before in my previous life as a civil engineer. So it was a very technical software, very few people understood it. So I immediately had an advantage compared to everybody else out there. So one thing I would tell everybody to go through is look at all the things, the tools you've been using in your life, in your work, all the customers you've worked with before, right? Try to find commonalities with the next job you're going to have. That's going to be a really useful jumping off point for you.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally. I think Anytime I talk to people about you know why they're in the companies that they're in, it's always around the fact that they enjoyed using the product. They were already a fan of the product. They use it every day. Their company bought it and you know kind of introduced it to them. So I feel like if you don't enjoy using the product as a user, um, it'll make your product marketing role that much more difficult. Yeah. Um, but I'm curious, going back to the point around working as a PMM or your, the first PMM in an early stage company, What are some of the learnings that you've had, uh, you know, being in that role um, that you can share with someone else who might be stepping into a similar, similar role? Yeah,
1: great question. So definitely the first thing is what I've mentioned before is establishing value quickly, right? The value should correspond to the most important areas the company actually cares about. It's not about, you know, I need to do messaging and positioning because I know it's a pillar of product marketing, right? If there isn't much to be fixed about that, don't do it, right? Focus on the things and areas where you're going to get the biggest bang for your buck. So that's definitely number one. Um, The second thing is remember your role is not just doing a lot of work. Your role is also to evangelize the function. Because you're the only and first product marketing hire, you also have that responsibility to tell other people and help them understand and define what is product marketing, So part of the way I like to think about it is there are activities you are doing, and then there are activities you're showing, right? So it would be like, for instance, let's say you did that go-to-market product launch, right? Part of that entire plan should involve points of communication with the rest of the company. This is not about you showing off, like how great I am that I've done this. But it's about bringing everybody together and showing this is what we can do together as a team, right, to help us better reach our company's goals. And it will help you become much more collaborative. It'll be, you'll be seen as more strategic. And it, it will help people understand what is the role of product marketing in the process. Um, and I would think the related to that, the third point, right, is always try to tie back what you do as a product marketer to the goal especially quantifiable goals of the company, because it's very hard to do that for product marketing. One of the most challenging questions to answer for product marketing is how do you measure the success of product marketing, right? Everybody seems to have a different answer because the reality is you don't own metrics as a product marketer, right? You're not like a, you know, if you're a dimension person, you're like, I have pipeline targets I need to hit, right? Or I'm sales, I have revenue targets or product. I have X number of adoption I need to hit, for you, you're assisting and enabling all these other functions to achieve these goals and results. So what how can you demonstrate your success? Is whatever you're doing something, you ask yourself, "So what? If I did this, so what? right? So what? Because like, you know, if we're saying, I'm gonna improve messaging and positioning for our company, so what? Well so that we can have clearer messaging right to, to reach our target customers. So what? So that when our customers see our ads, they will click more on it and they will convert higher, which would increase our conversion rate. And then so what? Higher conversion rate leads to <laughs> higher, more revenue, right? And better sales for a company. So I think that train of thought would then allow you to really better tell your story to the rest of the company while you're doing what? Uh, help you prioritize tasks, tasks well, right? If you cannot clearly articulate how that translates into revenue, probably you should not do it or not focus on it. Yeah. So I would say those are probably three primary areas to focus on when you're starting out your role as a first time PMM hire. I
0: love that you said, uh, you know, if you're the first PMM hire, you should evangelize for the function because I think that a mistake that sometimes happens when you're the first of your role, um, you start kind of taking on a lot of responsibilities that should technically be you know, a different type of roles. For example, copywriting is something that PMMs tend to do very often. Yes. Or content strategy or website optimization is something that could technically fall under a PMM role, but is not something that, you know, PMM should be really focused on if, you know, they're trying to, you know, drive a strategy and work with the product team to develop products and, you know, learn from customers, develop messaging and positioning. So that's one thing that I I notice a lot in the beginning of, you know, early stage when you're trying to build out a product marketing team, you tend to take on like a hundred different tasks and you're so focused on execution where, you know, the strategy and the kind of more high level thinking gets left behind. So do you have any advice for PMMs who, you know, step into that role and are expected to do all these different things like copywriting and design and, you know, optimization when in fact that's not something that should be their focus?
1: Great question. So I think, first of all, if you are going to join a company and you're interviewing, right, to potentially become the first PMM hire, it is important to uh, understand how the hiring manager and the company thinks of product marketing. Um, Granted, a lot of times there is that misconception. PMM is really about delivering, you know, tactical stuff like you just mentioned, but they should understand There is not just that, right? There has to be a very strategic component to it, which is really about delivering, doing research and creating that strong positioning and messaging. So I think that's really important is you need to select the right company to go into, right? I've seen people who are joining companies with, you know, they think this is a great position and opportunity and they go in there and they realize they're never able to convince the hiring manager and the team this is product marketing because they never understood it to begin with right so you're just set up for failure to begin with um but let's say you are jo- you did join a company where the 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 hiring manager understands what the role is about um you're you're still required to do some level of output right because the, at the end of the day uh these outbound types of materials you're creating to your point these copywriting tasks and even potentially some website optimization or design tasks are the most visible, right? Uh, And and most easy to understand in terms of value for product marketing. So I think it's helpful to start doing some of those things uh, in the earlier part of your journey, right? On this job, because that's going to be helpful for you to demonstrate your value very quickly. Once you demonstrate your value, you gain leverage, right? Then you can go and talk to them Now, I think we should invest more time in messaging and positioning because I believe we can actually have better copy, right? (laughs) And for the better audience. So it's making that linkage, well, I've been producing all these things, but you know what? If we did these other things, it'll make all these other outputs a lot better, Yeah. right? That will then allow you to become more and more strategic over time. One of the sort of, um, one of the common things I hear from a lot of product marketers is, I want to be strategic. I want to become a product marketer because I think product marketing does strategic things. I'm like, that's awesome, but you got to earn your seat at the table. you got to earn the right to do strategic work. Nobody starts their career just doing strategy, right? Um, It's so easy to say, just do that. So I think it's a journey of increasingly building trust in the company and being given more and more strategic work over time.
0: Yeah, totally. I think that's I think that's such a valid miscon- the misconception that you mentioned is people assume that because product marketing is not really a traditional type of marketing role, it's less task, less task oriented than, you know, maybe a- another type of marketing manager or, you know, working in SEO or brand marketing. But in fact, you do have to start from the bottom up doing all the tasks you know, delivering on all the assets, developing all the research and the messaging and positioning documents before you can step into a more strategic role. Um, And I'm curious to know, you know, on the other side of things, when you're, let's imagine I'm, you know, a startup founder, I've, I have my own company, I've heard about this amazing role, product marketing, and I know it can bring so much value into my new startup, but I don't really know where to start. So what would your advice be for a founder who's thinking about hiring the first PMM?
1: Yeah, that's a really great question as well. So I think if you're a founder and you're trying to hire this person, uh, first question to ask yourself is why are you trying to hire this person, and what are they? What are you hoping that they would bring to the table, right, and add value, and how are they? What is it that they're going to be doing for you will contribute to the goal of your business and your startup? You that has to be super clear, right? This is when you, that that sort of is almost like a fundamental level question. Is not because, oh, I see other startups doing this, so I should do the same, right? It's why am I bringing them on now, <laughs> specifically, and how is bringing them on going to help me reach my objective? Um, if, you, if you're if you not able to answer that question very well, right, it may not be the right time for you to bring them on. Um, sometimes product marketers are brought in maybe too early, right, and there's you know, there is not a point of bringing a product marketer super early on before you have some sort of product market fit, right? Before you have a functioning product management team and organization, right? And have some sort of sales established because without those things, right? It's very hard for product marketer's job to have the utmost, uh, the, uh, the, the, the the best the most impact essentially right because yeah. our role is to enable these other functions I'm not just here sitting there just creating some nice looking messaging and positional templates to to use right I think that's number one and then from there onwards is then to understand what profile of people you want to hire would both benefit your company and that may differ by type of by 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 your need um, right so usually for early startup companies you you don't want a product marketer who is, like, super used to a ton of different processes. You want somebody, you know, or maybe from ba- big company backgrounds. One of my, one of the mistakes I see a lot of founders make is they think, oh, this person has worked at this large company, a big name brand, so they must be really good at what they do, so why don't I just hire them? It is the most common profile I've seen of, you know, product marketers who didn't do well because they're used to... Yeah established processes, they're used to a lot of resources. You want a person who can roll up their sleeves and literally create something from nothing. You want the zero to one product marketer, right? Um, who is like, I have not, I don't, that's actually exciting to me. You know, like I have, I don't have any resources, but I'm gonna figure out. The super scrappy, business-minded, you know, yeah. business, I mean, knife kind of person who can roll up their sleeves and, and then focus on that. And then you also want to hire a person with the with their strength in the areas that you need to deliver the biggest impact i'll give you an example one of the reason i was hired as a first-time product marketer was because i was able to write in my previous career as an engineering consultant i had to write 300 page reports i had to distill like this insanely complex information into something like audience right people in the public can understand so i was really good at writing and um And I was very good at presentations because I was a consultant. I was making presentations every other week. And that's exactly what they needed because they needed somebody who can come in and write a lot of sales content and also help with polishing up sales decks. That was a skill I leveraged, right, to then get into the job um, and then immediately create value. So maybe you need that kind of person to start with. Or maybe you need somebody else. Maybe you need somebody who's a project manager who can, you know, who can manage a ton of different uh, launches, right? Maybe you're releasing a lot of different features. So so focusing on like specific skill set that you really want instead of like name big name brands, right? <laughs> or these other things could be more beneficial for you. Yeah. Um, and then I think after that is really about designing the right level and title, right? Um, incentive structure and interview process, which is a whole nother topic we can discuss for hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but then that's that's also where I um, I think would be really important is to create a, um, a really thoughtful interviewing process, um, because that will create a really great candidate experience and set a sort of tone for what they expect when they join the company.
0: That's awesome. I love that you've given us two perspectives, both from, you know, someone who's looking to jump into product marketing and really develop that skill set to be really thoughtful about the type of roles that they're looking for and how to apply your existing experience if you don't have that PMM background and really apply those skills to find that perfect PMM role, whether it's in a bigger company or in a startup and what to expect. Um, But also from the hiring perspective for a startup founder who's looking for that PMM talent and you know setting expectations early on being really clear about what you want from a pmm and you know bringing them in not too early but also not too late so i love that you brought this uh, kind of both sides of the of the same coin experience yeah. um what is what is your biggest takeaway from today um wow <laughs> that's a, that's a big question um i think for
1: me right as i'm talking through and sort of listening to myself in the process it's I think product marketing is just one of the most exciting things, right? Um, in, in the tech industry. Um, it's it's a very diverse role where you get to roll up your sleeves and do everything. And also, I think if a company can utilize product marketers in the right way, it can really deliver outsized impact. One thing I did want to mention before I we move on to other to discuss anything else is also when a company hires a product marketer too late so as i'm thinking about this right um i talked about hiring product marketer too early i would say more commonly is when you don't hire product marketer and what that could do for a company generally what happens when you don't hire product marketer early you know in the right time you have basically demand gen or your growth marketing teams trying to optimize you know all the different channels all the ads and everything um, and you're just not seeing the numbers improve, right? because the messaging is not on point. <laughs> the targeting is not strong, right? So you're wasting a lot of dollars, and that could have huge opportunity costs for you. so when a lot of the clients that I work with, for instance, from a company's perspective, are people who come come to me and be like, We have a we have all these ads, all these campaigns, all these things running, right? And you know like we're we're not sure like how to optimize that and that's exactly where the product marketer comes in if you fix that problem earlier they helped you do messaging and positioning right targeting personas yeah. all of that all earlier whatever you're doing from a demand gen side will be just so much more effective absolutely and and this goes for the for the content side as well right you would know how to write to the right who to write to who did uh, who are the audience you need to be writing to right and exactly the message you need to use in the content, you, ha- you can talk about your product in the ways the customers actually understand. So think of product marketing as the enablement function for all the other marketing functions you have, right? So at the minimum, you need to bring on product marketing when you have these other functions, right? And if you want to, you can bring them on a little bit earlier before these other functions. And then you hire the content and the management teams right after so that you have a really strong this trifecta, you know, of, of the
0: marketing. Yeah. <laughs> So that's nice what I'll- product marketing at the at the core. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I love that. Thanks so much for that. All the gems that you've, you've given us today and tips for both you know um, early stage founders, but also people who are looking to, to get into this space. Um, I want to thank you for for joining the podcast. Um, in the show notes, you'll be able to see Lynn's website and follow her on LinkedIn. Um, but anything else to share before we end? No, I think um, this is great. I really appreciate
1: you having me on this podcast. Um, And uh, yeah, uh, please let me know how I can help you in the future.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. Thanks so much, Yulin. If you like this episode, then you'll love the SaaS Operator, a weekly newsletter brought to you by Early Node, with actionable insights from SaaS experts in the industry delivered right to your inbox every Tuesday for free. Visit earlynode.com to subscribe.